Hello, small group leaders. Welcome to the Small Group Leaders Podcast for the fourth and final week of As It Is in Heaven. I'm Roy McMillan, Small Groups Coordinator. This has been a great series, and I hope your groups have been going well. As we get ready to end this series, there are a lot of exciting things coming up for small groups at Evangel. Sunday, October 13th, is Service for Service, and several of our small groups will be serving together on projects as a group. I hope that all of you will be taking part in this outreach to our community, either with your groups, with your families, or as individuals. The following Sunday, October 20th, is Group Sunday, and we will be making a big push to get people connected in small groups. For this current series, we had 33 small groups and about 350 people connected in those groups. For the second half of our fall semester, we are believing for 500 people in groups. To do that, we need more groups. If you know of anyone who would like to host or lead a group, let me know. I'm really excited about the second half of this fall semester. For the past several years, our small group studies have been strictly sermon-based. In a survey I did last year, many of you indicated that you would like to choose a study to do with your group. Well, that's what will happen in the second half of this semester. As I mentioned last week, we have put together a list of eight small group studies found on Right Now Media. Those studies can be easily found in the Evangel Church Library on Right Now Media. These studies range in length from four to six weeks. Through Right Now Media, you'll have free access to the videos, as well as resources such as leader's guides, study guides, and handouts. The study guides we have listed for the fall are as follows. Psalm 23. This is a six-week study on one of the most beloved psalms in the Bible. Psalm 23 teaches us profound truths about our loving and protective God. By studying this psalm, you'll encounter a life-transforming question. Do you trust the Lord to care for your needs? The book of Galatians is the second study. This is a six-week study on Paul's letter to the church in Galatia. Through this study of Galatians, you'll learn that True freedom is found in surrender, not self-dependence. Then we have Unstuck. This is a five-week study featuring speakers, speakers such as Mark Batterson and Francis Chan. Through this study and the real-life stories of the short film Journey to Jamaa, this study will help you to get unstuck and back on the path to a life of purpose that God intends for you. The next is Thriving in Babylon. Babylon. This five-week study presented by Larry Osborne focuses on Daniel, a man forced to live in a fast-changing and godless society, who with the power of hope, humility, and wisdom not only survived, but thrived. That's important for us in, in our current society. Then there's Whisper. This is a four-week study based on the book Whisper by Mark Batterson. In this study, you'll learn what it means to discern the voice of God in your life. By learning to tune in to God's love languages, you'll be equipped to hear God's guidance and grow closer to Him. 
Then we have Why Jesus? This is a four-week study that addresses the tough questions that people have about Jesus and points them back to the scriptural truths about our Savior. Next is Paul the Apostle. This is a four-week study that teaches that the culture we live in faces the same problems as the early church. In this study, the life of Paul is used to highlight how to stand up to cultural norms and stand firm in Christ. And then finally, we have Greater Than. This is a four-week study by Francis Chan that will help you to understand that God is greater than any pain, sin, or hardship that we might encounter in life. It will help you to realize that God is greater than any obstacle standing in your way. Now, in this week's emails to you as leaders and in the email to group members, I have provided links to the preview trailer for each of these studies. Encourage your group to view these trailers, and then this week, in your groups, choose one of these studies to work through together. The second half of the fall semester begins on October 27th. After your group has chosen one of these studies, let me know by Monday, October 14th, which one you'll be doing, confirm that the day, time, and location of your group will remain the same, or let me know if there are any changes, and let me know if you're able to add anyone to your group. On October 20th, we will be giving the congregation a listing of the available studies along with the groups that are doing them. So let's get into this week's study guide. This week, the discussion questions are broken down into three sections. Sermon reflection, looking back at the series, and questions for further discussion. Since the first two sections are really about what your group got out of this week's sermon and the series as a whole, I'm not going to spend too much time with those here. As far as the sermon reflection questions go, this Sunday we were blessed to hear from Tim Enlow. As you begin your group time, take some time as a group to reflect on the message that Tim shared. What stood out to you? Was there anything that surprised or challenged you? Share about these things as a group. Most importantly, share about how you will apply what you learned this week in your lives. The next section, looking back at the series, asks us to reflect back on all four weeks of the series. In this series, we heard the inspiring stories of what God has been doing through our missions teams, and we learned about the importance of aligning our wills with God's will and aligning our hearts with God's heart of compassion as we look for His kingdom to come and His will to be done on earth as it is in heaven. Take some time to reflect on the series as a group. What stood out to you? Was there anything that you felt convicted by or that revealed something that you need to apply in your life? If so, what was it? How did it affect you and how will you apply what you learned? The third section is called Questions for Further Discussion. Use these questions if you have time. If your group spends all of its time talking about Tim Menlo's message and the series as a whole, and you can't get to the further discussion questions, that's okay. 
If you only get to one or two of these questions, that's okay too. If you don't get to these questions in your group time, you may want to have your group go through the questions on their own. Or if your group is good with social media, you might want to set up a private Facebook group for your small group where you can discuss these questions at your leisure between now and the second half of the fall semester. This section has three sets of questions, each based on passages of scripture. If you find that you only have time to get to one set of these questions, I recommend using the first set. The first set of questions is based on Luke 24, verses 44 to 49, Acts chapter 1, verses 4 to 5, and Acts 1, verse 8. These passages contain some of Jesus' final instructions to his disciples before he ascended into heaven. Have a couple of people in the group read those passages. In Luke 24, 49, Jesus said, And now I will send the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. In Acts 1.8, he said to the disciples, But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, through Judea, throughout Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. As you reflect on these passages as a group, why do you think Jesus told the disciples to wait? They had just spent three years under his teaching. They had seen the miracles he performed. They had seen him resurrected after dying to save the world from sin. If anyone could preach the gospel, it was them. But Jesus wanted them to wait. Jesus knew what was coming for them. He knew there would be persecution. And he knew that in their own strength, they could not boldly preach the gospel and fulfill the Great Commission to make disciples of all nations. He knew that they needed supernatural help, especially since he would no longer physically be there with them. Without that supernatural help, without the power of the Holy Spirit, the mission he was giving them could not be accomplished. They needed the Holy Spirit. I think about when I ran the New York City Marathon. In order to have the stamina to run 26.2 miles, I needed help. I needed energy to be able to sustain my body for that distance. And so the day before I had, I, the day before, I had to do what is called carb loading, filling my body with energy producing carbohydrates. The disciples needed the power of the Holy Spirit to sustain them spiritually as they fulfilled the mission Jesus had given them, and so they needed to wait. As a group, think about this as it applies to service for service. What does this teach us about serving Him? Spend some time as a group sharing your thoughts on these things. The next set of questions is based on Acts chapter 4, verses 23 to 31. Have someone read that passage. In response to Peter and John being freed from imprisonment by the Jewish council, the believers lifted up a powerful prayer asking for the boldness to preach the gospel. 
I love the fact that despite the fact that they knew that they would face persecution as they preached the gospel, their prayer was, And now, O Lord, hear their threats and give us, your servants, great boldness in preaching your word. They heard the threats, but they knew that God was bigger than those threats. Their wills were aligned with God's will and their hearts with God's heart. When they finished their prayer, their meeting place shook. They were filled with the Holy Spirit and they began to preach with the boldness they asked for. In your group, reflect on this passage. Then think about it as it applies to your own lives. How has the Holy Spirit given you the ability to share the gospel? What was the result as you shared the gospel in the power of the Holy Spirit? The last set of questions focuses on 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 7 to 11. Have someone read that passage. As believers, each one of us receives spiritual gifts from the Holy Spirit. The purpose of those gifts is to help each other and to help others as we share the gospel or serve in Jesus' name. When these gifts of the Spirit are used along with a will that is aligned with the will of God and a heart of compassion like the heart of Jesus, we can truly see God's kingdom come and His will be done in Scotch Plains as it is in heaven, in Plainfield as it is in heaven, in Fanwood as it is in heaven, in every place that our feet take us as it is in heaven. As a group, share about the spiritual gifts you have received from the Holy Spirit. How are you using them to see God's kingdom come and will be done? How can you use them as we go out into the community next week during Service for Service? With this set of questions, you may have some in your group who feel that they don't have any spiritual gifts. If that's the case, encourage those people and pray with them that the Holy Spirit will show them what their gifts are. You may want to suggest that they try taking a spiritual gifts assessment. There are many of them online. One that I found through the YouVersion Bible app can be accessed at giftstest.com. That's G-I-F-T-S-T-E-S-T dot com. If members of your group have never gone through Growth Track, encourage them to do that. In week two of Growth Track, they will take a spiritual gifts assessment. Well, that's it for this week's study guide and for this series. I hope that you have enjoyed it. I will be sending out a short survey in the next couple of weeks to get your feedback on the series and on small groups in general. I hope that your current groups will stay together for the second half of the fall semester beginning October 27th. Remember to let me know by October 14th if you are planning to do so and what study you will be choosing. Let's pray. Father God, we give you thanks and praise for all that you are doing at Evangel and in our individual lives. We pray that as we as a church body go out into our communities next week for service to service, that your Holy Spirit will supply all that we need to be effective witnesses for the gospel. Most of all, we pray that through this outreach, you will be glorified. 
We thank you for all that you have been showing and teaching us through this sermon series, and we pray that we will each be able to apply these lessons in our lives. I pray your blessing on each of these small group leaders and on their groups, and I thank you for them. And now as we end this series, I pray that you will show each group leader and each group what your will is for them as they decide what to study in the next session. I ask all of this in the wonderful and matchless name of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. God bless you as you lead. Have a great time in groups this week and in service for service.